Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Sievers. This is your one-stop shop for all things Hillsdale College sports. Jake, let's start with you. All right, starting off in ladies' hoops. A frigid shooting start to the game proved to be too much for the Charger women's basketball team to overcome in a 69-62 loss to Trevecca Nazarene Saturday afternoon in Nashville. The loss drops Hillsdale to 8-11 overall and 6-7 in the GMAC. Senior Brittany Gray's 19 points led the team, and she crossed the 900-point barrier in her career in this game. Freshman guard Lauren Daffenberg scored 16 points, making four of the team's five three-pointers. Senior guard Allie DeWire added 13 points, six rebounds, and two assists for Hillsdale, who will play its next three games at home. Over to the men's side, the men's team knocked off Trevecca Nazarene 79-56 to improve to 14-5 overall and 10-2 in the GMAC. The Chargers remain tied for first place overall in the conference with the University of Finley after winning their sixth straight game. Senior guard Harrison Nigo turned in another splendid night shooting the ball, leading to the team's leading the team leading the team with 20 points on 6 for 11 shooting from the field. He had five three-point baskets, including two that broke the game open in the second half when the Trojans had creeped to within eight points. And now we are joined by the man who led the team in scoring on Saturday against Trevecca Nazarene, Harrison Nego. Harrison, thank you so much for joining us today. Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. Harrison, uh, we're just going to say it straight up. You are lighting up uh, from the court right now. You are on fire. Uh, I'm pretty sure three of your past five games, over 20 points. Um 10.7 points per game on the season. You only scored 43 points last season. Uh, a complete turnaround this season. Can you talk about a little bit about your mindset coming into this year? Yeah, no, I always just want to have an attacking mindset in whatever I do. I know that I've put the hard work in over the summer, over the preseason. So when that ball was tipped at the start of the year, I just wanted to put all that hard work that I had, had done over that summer and really just apply it to the season. And thankfully, it's paying off, you know, so... It's been a lot of fun. It's been a great year, and it helps that we're winning. Well, Harrison, for a lot of people that don't know you, um, Harrison is a D1 transfer uh, from the University of Indiana uh, with Tom Crean when he was there. Um, so tell us about in high school. Um, was Hillsdale College on your on your kind of offer table right right there before? Did you have to choose between Indiana and Hillsdale College? Was there other schools in the, in the category? What eventually led you to choosing Indiana over other schools? Yeah, so Hillsdale College and Coach Tharp had watched me throughout my whole high school career, and that was one of the big things that came into play when I decided I wanted to transfer. So I wanted to go to a coach that knew my game, knew my family, and that I had a good relationship with. So that was awesome. That It all really came around full circle from them watching me in high school to when I decided to transfer. So that was awesome. I did have other D1 opportunities coming out of high school. I ended up having a couple Ivy League offers as, opposed, as well as some uh, mid-major to low-major Chicago area schools. And I decided to walk on in Indiana, which was an awesome experience. And uh, we won a bunch of games. I got to meet a bunch of really influential people in the basketball world. And bottom line, I, I learned a lot. And I'm really applying what I've learned not only at Indiana, but the past two years I've been here, to this being my senior year. And it's it's awesome that it's paying off. You, when you were at Indiana, you played with a pretty good basketball player that's in the NBA right now, don't have A couple of them. <laughs> so OG, obviously, from yes. Toronto. Who are the other ones you played with? Yogi Ferrell, who is a point guard for the uh, Sacramento Kings. Troy Williams, who's also on the Sacramento Kings. 
and then Thomas Bryant, who is the center, current starting center for the Washington Wizards. So what's it like seeing those guys like on TV almost every night? No, it is awesome, and it really puts things into perspective because I saw how they worked on a day-to-day basis. They were given a bunch of natural ability, but also they took steps every single day to like fine-tune their skills that are needed in the NBA. There's a lot of guys that are gifted with the, like the seven-foot tall or the long wingspan or the vertical, but the guys that can take that as well as working on their skills every single day are the guys that make it long-term in the NBA. And so it's awesome to see how they put in the work and now it's paying off for them. Take me through uh, when you decided to transfer uh, from Indiana, and obviously a great program that they had there, mm-hmm. very, very historic program. How, what did you do? Did you just give Coach Tharp a ring, or how to, how to go? To be honest with you, right when I just said I was going to transfer, Coach Tharp actually called me, which was, uh, which was awesome. And it kind of showed um, Coach Tharp's character. He's really a go-getter. He's out there just trying to make Hillsdale the best Division II basketball program in the country. And um, it kind of just confirmed everything I believed about Coach Tharp when he recruited me out of high school, that he believed in me as a person, as a player, as a student. And um, it, was, it, was, it, it, was, it just felt right. And I didn't take any visits after I transferred. I knew that right when Coach Tharp called. They ended up coming down to Bloomington. And after chatting, I just knew that this was the right fit for me. So you're at Indiana. You play in a couple games in the NCAA tournament. You're yep. playing in Assembly Hall uh, on a weekly basis. Huge crowd. Then you're here in Hillsdale. Compare and contrast sort of the difference between IU and Hillsdale College. Yeah, so believe it or not, Hillsdale, the fans are just as passionate as the fans at Indiana. You know, wow. Indiana is known as some of the most passionate fans in the mm-hmm. country. And we had a, a, a true home court advantage down in Assembly Hall. We were 17-0. and And you look at Hillsdale this year as well as in the past, Hillsdale has a home court advantage. When the fans are out, the fans are loud, it gives us a boost. So the fans, very comparable. Maybe there's not as many of them in the stands, but the passion that they show towards the basketball program, towards the players when I just speak to people um, in everyday situations, um, it's awesome to see. There's, there's not a huge discrepancy there. Do you still have your red and white stripe warm-ups? You know what? They don't let you keep those. Those are oh. those are sacred. <laughs> wow. Those are sacred in the Indiana basketball community. It's so there's a day to start the college basketball season. It's called Hoosier Hysteria, and it's kind of like midnight madness where the fans come out. There's a three-point shooting contest, a scrimmage, um, the whole nine yards there, and the freshmen are not allowed to wear the warm-up pants because they haven't earned them yet. And wow. so they actually have a presentation of these candy stripe pants during that midnight madness as that rite of passage to kind of really becoming an Indiana Hoosier. That's pretty that's pretty sweet. That is special. That's <laughs> cool. It's it's a unique situation and Indiana's a very unique program with all the history and uh the national championships there, so it's very fitting. Obviously, Tom Crean, pretty uh, pretty famous for, for being like a, a sweaty guy, I'd say, and he makes a lot of strange faces. Did you ever catch Coach Coach Crean sort of mid-stare with, with his mouth agape or anything like that? I have definitely seen the memes. Yes. That is for sure. You see yes. them all over social media. So, <laughs> What about what about the Harbaugh's? Do you ever interact with them? Yeah, so Coach, uh, Coach Jim Harbaugh, when we, every time we'd go up to Michigan, um, he came into our locker room, kind of talked to us, gave us a pep talk. He was at our practice and shoot around before the games. Awesome guy. 
he's very similar to Coach Crean. They're all about winning. They're just kind of different breed of, of people that are very uh, goal-oriented and goal-driven. We actually had an experience with the other Harbaugh brother, John, mm-hmm. who's with the Baltimore Ravens. So during my freshman year, that fall semester, we, um, we had an opportunity during fall break to go out to the Baltimore Ravens practice facility. And so they played, I believe it was the Carolina Panthers, on that Sunday. We were out there on Thursday and Friday, got to go to the Under Armour practice facility, and just kind of see how those guys went about their business, see what it takes every single day to succeed at the professional level. And it was awesome, and it really kind of got your mind right about every single aspect of these players' lives are focused towards winning. And that's what it takes, and nobody can just roll the ball out there and win. The focus, preparation, and hard work that goes into it is something that, I, that I've taken from that experience. We're talking to Harrison Nego here on Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. And uh, Harrison, we've talked a lot about uh, your time at Indiana, but let's talk a little bit about Hillsdale College and uh, your brotherhood here. Talk about your teammates. Uh, what, 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 is, what is the locker room like here at Hillsdale College with that men's basketball team? Oh, it's fantastic. And uh, Coach Tharp describes as the greatest basketball family in the world. And that could sound cliche a little bit, but unless you mean it. And this group of guys, and I know the, guy, the groups of guys that have come through this program, it, it means something to them. Everyone has each other's back. Everyone genuinely likes hanging out on, off the court, and practice in the weight room with each other. And I know that that starts from the top with Coach Tharp. He created that environment. He created that culture. And, that, and it just trick, trickles all the way down to the players. So that is a very unique situation, and being – I've seen the other side of the coin. Not that we didn't like each other other step at Indiana. We all liked each other there. But Hillsdale College and the Hillsdale College basketball program is a whole different level. And they, we really mean the word family when we reference it within, amongst teammates. Obviously, eight days ago, probably biggest one of the year to date, <laughs> yep. go to Finley and beat them 93-82, an absolute offensive like it was, it, it was unreal. It was an explosion. You were five of nine from beyond the arc, <laughs> twenty-two points total. What was it about that game that you were like, listen, like it doesn't matter what happens, I'm just gonna keep chucking these up and they're gonna go in. Yeah, you know what? It's just the uh, the preparation that you put in. You know, I I like to train so hard throughout the week that you, you're, I'm no longer nervous when it becomes game time because I know that I've put all the work in. If I didn't, I just showed up on game day, I'd be nervous because I didn't feel like I put the time, energy, and effort it takes to succeed. But when I take shots every single day in practice, when, I, when I'm when i guarding uh, their plays, when I'm watching film on, on opposing teams, this is just me getting ready for game day. That focus allows me to not be nervous going into a tough environment like Finley, and, uh, and, it, and it's been paying off for me. So the listeners, if you do not know, the Hillsdale College men's basketball team did not win a game in Finley, Ohio since 2001. And this was the first game that they had won there since 01. And what was kind of Coach Tharp's message going into the top dog of the conference? Yeah, and I think he played on that. Hillsdale College hasn't won since 2000. Was it 2000, 2001? He just said, be that team. Be the team that goes into Finley and wins. And we knew we had to do it. We have all the pieces. We've, we have the coaching. 
Why not us? Why can't we go in there and win? And so that mindset was kind of just ingrained in us throughout the entire week. We had an entire week of practice because we played on Saturday. We didn't have a Thursday opponent. So we were ready to go. And um, it was just an awesome experience going in there. I, I you like related it to a Hillsdale College bucket list. Going into Finley and beating Finley, whether it's basketball, football, baseball, you love to beat those guys at their place because it's so tough. And um, definitely check that one off the bucket list. Well, that's not where it stopped either. You guys had a very difficult road trip, uh, you know, going down to Kentucky and then Nashville. Uh, not easy. A lot of distractions can happen. Uh, how did you kind of stay focused through that whole entire trip and get two very important wins? I think it really goes back to the coaching staff. They really had us focused, ready to go. Right when we get got back from Finley on Saturday night, it was like, all right, what's next? And what's next was Kentucky Wesleyan. We practiced hard getting ready for those guys. We ended up getting a 10-point win on the road, which is fantastic. On the next day, Friday, we had a tough practice, get ready for uh, Trevecca Nazarene. So they did not allow us to lose focus, and uh, and, th- and that's been huge for us. As I said, Finley, you guys put up 93, and Trevecca Nazarene, you put up 79. So two high-scoring games, and sandwiched in between was a defensive, uh, defensive showdown, 57-47. Uh, so what's it like with this team knowing that whether it's high scoring or low scoring, you've got a good chance of coming out with a victory? Definitely. it's We really rely on our defense. We're a defensive-minded team, and defense travels on the road. Offense comes and goes, but when you go on the road to, say, a Kentucky Wesleyan or Trevecca Nazarene, defense travels. So we had a goal going into this road trip of two games. We wanted the whole combined between Trevecca Nazarene and, and Kentucky Wesleyan under 100 points. And I believe we got to either it's either 103 or 106. 103. 103. 103. Yep. And Kentucky Wesleyan shot a shot at the buzzer when we were up 10, or we were up 13. That actually oh, would have got us at right geez, at 100. Tough. So little goals like that help us stay locked in defensively. And that's been our model from day one. Even in the preseason workouts, it was like, all right, what is going to be our calling card? What is our DNA as a team? that we can fall back on when shots aren't falling because not every night you're going to shoot 45% from three. But the def- if you're consistent defensively, you could still win the games where you're not shooting well. If you know anything about college basketball, you know two games, 100 points total, you're going to win both of those games. Uh, most definitely. Would you rather have an offensive showdown or a defensive one? I think defensive showdown, just because that's the type of team that we have. We have a hard-nosed, blue-collar, gritty team that we take pride in our defense. And defense isn't fun. It's not glo- It's not glorious. It's, it's something that um, not many college basketball players and teams like to do. No one has f- a lot of fun playing defense except us. We love getting down. We would love to beat a team in the 50s. I know Coach Tharp would love to score more points than 50, but as a defensive-minded team, we don't mind playing those types of games. Talking to Harrison Nego here on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM on Charger Rundown. And Harrison, uh, let's talk about a little bit about this blue-collar team that you talked about just a second ago. You start the season um, you know, off a hot start on the road, struggle a little bit with a couple games at home, obviously a tough loss to Ferris. Yep. You guys were really banged up really hurt uh, obviously Nate Nevue going down uh, Yars being a, and unable to play Mike Travelos not being in, in there now you know the, the new calendar year starts 
you guys just get everybody back. You have all these weapons. How exciting was that to kind of bounce back from some early struggles with the injuries and people not being able to play to now being like, we're like 10 people deep that we can throw anybody out there anytime. Oh, definitely. It, it definitely gives you a jolt of energy. We know the type of leader that Nate Nevue, Nick Zarnowski, and the type of players Mike Travlos and Austin Yarian are. And even the first half of the year, we were just down bodies. And it is what it is. You kind of got a next man up mentality, that whole situation. And when those guys came back and we were finally full strength for the first time almost the entire year, it definitely, it's, it's a morale booster, it's an energy booster, and it shows on the court. We've, uh, we've won a bunch of games in a row now, and uh, we just hope to keep the streak going and as we continue to gel with our full squad uh, at our disposal. Let's talk about a couple of the weapons that you guys have. Uh, I wanna really want to start with Davis Larson. Oh, yeah. Um, the growth that we've seen from Davis in his first few years as a Charger. Just describe what you've seen from Davis over the past few years. Yeah, it's not uh, – Davis's progression is not shocking at all just because I know how hard he works. You know, he's in the gym – taking extra shots before games he's even getting some shots up he works really hard in the weight room so not surprising at all a lot of our guys work hard and Davis Larson's just is up there with the best room that that works so he's been awesome to see that growth um he's definitely improved his game at all three levels whether it's shooting the three um getting in the paint maybe shooting a mid-range jumper or floater and then layups and post-up game um he's really just taking leaps and bounds and it's really exciting to see because you guys got you got another two more years with Davis Larson, which is fantastic. What's it like being like the off guard to either a Dylan Lowry or a Nate Nevue? Oh, they they make the game so much easier for me. If I can just get myself open, I know the ball is going to be right at my chest, right where it needs to be, and right on time. You know, a passer can make a shooter look very good, and uh, those guys are awesome. And that's only on the defensive or on the offensive end. On the defensive end, they cover up for a lot of mistakes that maybe the casual basketball fan doesn't realize. But when you're on the court, sometimes I just give him a little pat on the backside and say thank you because you really covered my back there. And uh, those guys are fantastic, both on the offensive and defensive side. They're leaders, and uh, and they're just uh, they're awesome people just kind of even to be around. They're, they're awesome guys. Last year, you guys had two seniors that could light it up on any night, Stead oh, yeah. and Skeet. Uh, what has this team been able to do? to to fill that void that that was there when those guys left yeah Skeeter and, and uh, Stedman have been fantastic they were fantastic had awesome careers scored a bunch of points 2,000 point scores in their uh, Hillsdale careers we knew one or two people weren't going to be able to step up and fill that void we knew we had to do it by committee and so you look at the games we've had we've had multiple guys step up whether it's a given night, you got Gordon Bear having a great game, Austin Arian, Davis, um, Jonathan Wilkinson off the bench hitting a couple threes, uh, Trent Richardson having a couple awesome games. We could, we could, no one person or two people can fill the void that those two guys le- uh, left because they're such prolific scorers. But we knew we had the people that were ready in that next man up mentality kind of fill it by committee. Uh, right now, we're definitely seeing you guys hit your stride. Obviously, six straight, eight of nine. What is this team's peak, do you think? Oh, I don't think this team has a peak. I think it's just going to keep on going up. And that's the goal is we sat down before the season and we said we want to be playing our best basketball at the end of the year. And that means every single day you just get a little bit better. 
and then by the end of the year, you see how much the team's grown, and then you're playing your best basketball at the end of the year. Because if you win your conference tournament, that's an automatic bid to the NCAA tournament. And an at-large bid's also up in the air as well, but that was our goal, win the conference tournament and make it to the national, the national tournament. And to do that, you got to be playing your best basketball at the end of the year. Harrison, uh, before we let you go, uh, this week, Tiffin, Cedarville. Can you tell our, our listeners a little bit about these two teams and what to expect? Yeah, definitely. Tiffin is a very aggressive team. They like to get up and down. Um, do not mind playing a game in the 80s and the 90s. So that'll definitely be a challenge for us. Um, they, they gave us a great game when we went down to Tiffin. Um, a bunch of very individually skilled players, and it'll be a challenge for us on defense. And then Cedarville offers something a little bit different. Um, when we went down to Cedarville, they played a 1-2-2 zone, which in our conference is, is relatively uncommon. Once in a while, it'll be thrown at you as a curveball, but um, they offer a little bit something, like something a little bit different. So um, it's, we played these both of these teams when we weren't at full strength. We had, uh, I believe, Czar had a bad ankle at the time. Still played, but definitely not to his uh, full potential. And then Nate was out at the time. So it'll be awesome to see uh, how we can compete with these teams um, with all the weapons at our disposal. Well, H, uh, best of luck this week. Best of luck in the rest of the season. And congrats on so far what it's been an outstanding year. And we wish you the best of luck, man. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Go Chargers. Thank you. And thank you for turning into Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Sievers. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.